If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You know, it's kind of cool that they did that. You know, you see, like, I mean, they make TV shows about it. You know, like the, uh, the house movers and stuff now, they did it, you know, a hundred some odd years ago. So, I have a question. What's your take on religion? My take on religion? Yes, your take. Are you a religious man? Ooh, or? that is a loaded question right there. I want um, another mystery shot, and you can bring the tab. Not a mystery. I had at least... It could be anything. I don't go out very often. I, I don't am, drink I'm, very I'm, often. I'm just messing. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, so... It's a, it's a, is it a touchy subject? No, it's really not, actually. Uh, but it... Or you're just... It can be. No, I, I'm demurring for... for I feel like you're a little effect. optimistic on it. <laughs> no. Not really. I actually feel that religion is a scourge upon this earth that should have never existed, and we would all be better without it. Wow. I actually like your response there. I have an agreement to that picture. I, I think that religion is the ultimate source of 95% of the evils that occur on this earth. And right. without it, uh, I believe uh, it kind of goes along with what I was saying earlier of uh, logic and reason. Uh, I'm, I'm very... Thanks, sweetie. I'm very keen on that. I was... Uh, Thank you, I, I lucked out. So, uh, a little preface. I, I lucked out. And even though I did, I was born and raised in very deep South Georgia, uh, my parents were not particularly religious. So I was never forced to go to church as a child. No, I was never forced, indoctrinated into anything. Now, that being said, it's in an inescapable reality of our American puritanical society that you cannot come up without the ideals of, you know, as a young child that Noah took, you know, two by two all the animals of the earth on the ark and blah, blah, blah. And you hear right. these things. I mean, I learned it mostly through reading the action Bible in the dentist's office. Right. Uh, which was pretty cool because Goliath looked like a badass and then David could... But anyhow, I digress. <laughs> I, uh... It's Okay. Uh, but I was I completely never, understand I was exactly never indoctrinated how into anything. So I and I I always have counted myself as being fairly intelligent. Um, okay. So you don't consider yourself to be the ad- average American or average uh, I don't consider myself to be the average anything. Anything. But I'm also pretty pompous on that. <laughs> but I'm also very uh <laughs> Funny, I, I am. I, I can be very uh, pompous, but also I am. I will be the first to uh, to denigrate myself equally. You know, so. Right. <laughs> but where I was going though is I was never forced to believe anything. Uh, the only thing I ever learned—that's a good thing. Uh, growing up, the only, I went to church uh, three times in my life that were not for growing up. That were not for a wedding or a funeral. Of those three times, all I learned was that I got my ass whooped every time that we got home. What? Because I, I had done something bad. Oh, God. <laughs> now, how I how was I supposed to know that finding my grandmother's little tiny pocketbook stapler <laughs> and stapling the hymn book together was a bad thing? W- was a bad... <laughs> no one... It, what, I didn't read that in the rules on the door when I walked in. No one told me. <laughs> I'd, how, I, I, about how old that's you nowhere were in the commandments that, that I know of so I I, I you, was like, you didn't think much of it I was like five or six oh you were like a, a little baby you were just a little child I was quite the precocious little fucker <laughs> uh, but yeah so yeah I was never raised in it and then 
I was probably 11 or so when something came up in some conversation with my mother about religion and something blah, 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 blah. And that was the first time that I told her that I was atheist, that I did not believe in God, that I did not believe in any of the bullshit. Okay. And she was actually very surprised. Uh, <laughs> somewhat fearful. Because oh. even though not being a, a, a very religious person herself, she still thought, wait, this is, this doesn't compute. This isn't right. You know? This like, doesn't click. Like, Something ain't right. Like, something's wrong with you. <laughs> like, yeah, you let me think free thoughts. And I, using reason... I think my my first uh, true, real questioning. I mean, obviously, this shit sounds too good to be true. Like this doesn't sound. Right. Like, I mean, I love comic books, and I'm like, oh my god, you're like, a comic this, book fan? Oh, I. Oh, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> but I was like, you know, I mean, okay, Superman being from a whole another planet, and he's got powers because of the the yellow sun. All, that kind of makes sense, but right. But this guy, like, I mean, even I grew up on a farm. Or I didn't grow up on the farm, mm-hmm. uh, but my aunt and uncle had the farm, and it was like three, four miles from my parents' house. But I grew up out there working on the farm. Mm-hmm. So I, from a very young age, life and death was, you know, a thing, you know. So it was never like a, it was just a thing that happened. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so... And my and and birth and and whatnot. I mean, from you know, from five or six, I knew. Wait, that cow is not giving birth to that that calf by accident. We had right. to put her in the pen with a bull about six months ago. So uh, <laughs> you know, you know, I knew what was going on. And uh, I was one of the first ones. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Hold you on. need to tell me <laughs> they get in the barnyard way <laughs> and they having a baby. Hold that don't on. make no sense. Hey, hold on. I got had to rewind that. Yeah. Yeah. Back that Take up. It, yeah, let's back that let's up. Back a that up a second. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and there's a there's three weird guys showing up with fucking incense. Wait, what's going what, on? What here? the heck is going on here? <laughs> but my my real actual questioning that what really solidified it for me. I'll, I'll see this was the thought that. If I live my life in a supposed biblical, biblical good way, right. I don't murder no one. I don't lie, still cheat. I, I mean, feel like lying, that's natural. You know, is I feel like you still, shouldn't but, do those you know, things yeah, in general, yeah, just, whether it's those, part of religion are, or not. I'm a big fan of. Uh, if you uh, have morals, I'm you a, later <laughs> right. on in life I became a big fan of Dawkins uh, and the, you know the naturalistic view. But what really got me was just like, wait, so you mean I can, you know, I can live my life and be oh, I am. basically a good, good person. You know, I ain't murder nobody. I, you know, no, no mortal sins. Right. But because I was not baptized, a benevolent and loving God is going to sentence me to a life of eternal damnation. Uh. Like, that doesn't really... Wait, wait a second. Wait, so so how's he... A benevolent, benevolent and loving creator would do that if... Also, the... Uh, what am uh, I... It's like, why no, there, would you believe that... It, uh, uh, why would a god be a jealous god? Predestination, basically. You know, mm. like, where... I'm predestined for this, or there's free will but if there's free will and then you gave me the free will to live my life as such and I you know I didn't do anything egregious but I you could possibly still and then obviously the mind goes to well what about Islam what about Jews what about Hindus what about wait a second I don't that it just that don't, don't quite sense. match up here. <laughs> you know, Correct. it's just not adding up here. Yeah, something's just not and right. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, that's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> right, right. I, I'm going to go figure out what I, but at that point in time, I'm also like, 
Have you ever read uh, any Richard Dawkins? No. Tell me about it. Do you know of Richard Dawkins? I've heard of him before. It sounds familiar. But can you tell me a little bit? So, he's... His field has nothing to do with theology, religion at all. Oh, okay. He actually is uh, one of the preeminent biologists mm-hmm. in the world. Like, he's an English oh. biologist. And, you know, he, he wrote many a books on evolution and, you know, and all this. Right. Well, then, in the... In the mid to mid nineties, mid to late nineties, mm-hmm. uh, he started being attacked by very right wing religious groups in America. Oh wow, Jesus! And they were like, bah, 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 you're, you know, yeah, you know, they're old Earth creationists, you know, six thousand years, you know, they all should, this. Yeah. And he's like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> he was so confused. He was and like, then, what is going and on? And then they. And basically, it kind of goes down to, uh, they kept coming at him, and he's like, okay, well, hold up. You know, so, like, you know, hold my beer. And just went into destroying them. Oh, God. Of just, like, and it is, uh, it is a bit combative, Mm. uh, which does uh, put some people off uh, to it. But it's very much like, yeah, what you believe is complete bullshit, uh, and here's why. And using logical arguments. and and, But one of the arguments that is front and foremost of that is, and I always love this one, but, and I've used it in arguments before, but it more just pisses people off than anything. Right. And it's like, wait. (laughs) So, do you believe in unicorns? <laughs> do you believe in fairies? Do you believe in leprechauns? Do you, yeah, do you believe in any number of imaginary shit that people in in the world at some point in time believe they were real? Right. I mean, there's he a reason. He said his name was Richard... Richard Dawkins. D-A-W-K-I-N-S. He said D-O-W-K- D-A-W. Oh, D-A-W. Dawkins. Okay, Dawkins, I got it. Yes. Awesome. He, he's very British. And so, you know, the British have that very dry, like, no bullshit sort of, like... So They like it, straight to the point. Yeah, it, and, it, and it can be... Oh. You know, like, you're reading like, damn. It gets, it keeps but you it, wondering. You know, it's the same time. It's like, no, it's kind of like, you know, if you were watching, if you were watching two insult comics going back and forth at one another, and then, right. you know, somebody hits somebody with something that's like, whoa, hold on, damn. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, okay. Okay, I'm just going to sit right. back and think about that. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's, there's a lot of shit in there. You're like, okay. I don't think you needed it to come that hard, but oh, I don't right. think you needed to bring the grandma into it, but <laughs> it, it's done, so... The, the deed is done. The know? deed is done. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But I, I, I kind of love that as well. I mean, I... Once again, like I said, when you first asked the question, that's why I took a second. Like, I, I have a habit of being very direct. <laughs> and just, like... I don't know that it's, uh, some would say perhaps, uh, not antisocial, almost sometimes. You're kind of like some, introvert. Some would say, you know, it's almost, almost towards the, 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 the point of being sociopathic, uh, which okay. has a very, <clears throat> I say that with this preface is that social it has a very strong connotation but the actual definition being that you just don't really see the need for certain social constructs that we have you know, right that the you know the social niceties or whatever like someone that doesn't have that technically is sociopathic like, right right right, right. Have that. 
So it's not that, you know, for me, it's not that I don't understand that these things exist and that they exist for a reason, you know, but at some points in time, it's just like, you know what? Hey. Hey. <laughs> out the window, let's, let's get down to brass tacks. You know? Right, 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 right. It is what it is for you, but guess what, buddy? <laughs> some, some would call that an asshole. Some would say, you know, oh, well, he's just direct or... Right. They would just give it a category. Label it. He knows. Yeah, right. I never like to, uh, to label these things anyway. Right. What's the... Honestly, you know what really bothers me? Labels. Why do you have to label something? It's human nature. What, that, Human that nature goes, is interesting. No, that, that kind of that goes back to uh, a bit of what I was saying earlier with the uh, so, and I he he took the idea from you know it, it, the idea exists in Freud and, and many philosophers uh, throughout the ages, but uh, mm. the idea of in groups and out groups. Oh, and that goes along with what I was saying earlier is like human nature, not even only human nature, life seems to follow these similar rules as well. Like, you have in-groups and out-groups. You have... Now, your in-group can be, like I said, as exclusive as yourself. Right. Or yourself and your sister. And it can, you know, if you have multiple siblings, it can even be, you know just one of them, you know, like you have one sister that you're closer to. Right. Say, and you have a group, but then you also have a, a you know, and that's a, that end group. Your other siblings are part of the out group. Mm-hmm. But then that, ex, you know, and that you may, you know, have secrets or, you know, things that you say to that one sibling that you don't say to others. Right. I don't know. That. I don't have... Well, I have an older brother, but he's 13 years old, and he's a fuck-up, so... I've never really had sibling interaction, so I don't know. I'm just assuming. Right. Uh, From what I've seen in movies... Right. About the subject. Mostly (laughs) Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. But... But you know, you, you, that's that's one in group, and then you have the out group of your other two siblings. So, oh, okay, well, yeah, you, you know, you talk about Yes, um, I just would like a water, and I'm gonna pay for the tab. It's okay, Let me get one more mystery shot okay. and add it on. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah, or is the only that is that those groups can be as inclusive as they need to be, or they can be as expanded as they are. So, I mean, you can go through any, you know, and basically it comes down to the same idea exists in sports, you know. Oh, well, I'm a fan of this team, you're a fan of that team. All this right. is my in group, this is my out group, you know, everybody else. But it can be anything, it can be, yeah. you know. Your sex, your race, your your religion. There's your, always something to nation. argue about. So yes, you can always find someone that's not in whatever group that you're in. Exactly, they're not. Be, they don't believe in the things that you do. Yes, and to have as an adversary. Basically, it's the adversarial rule. Is like life. I think has to. You know, and you can throw it out to nature. Say, okay, well. So, you know, the deer mm-hmm. have their group. Right. <laughs> the whatever other vegetarian creatures out herbivore is out there has their group. And on their say there's another one, they got their group. Right. And they're all separate, they're all worried about their own shit. But then as soon as that line comes in, all of a sudden no, they're all in the same group now. They're on the we're all about to get our ass ate if we don't do something about it group, you know. So it, it's very it's a very fluid dynamic situation. Mm-hmm. But I, I I really I I don't think that we could ever get to a true utopian peaceful world until our in group becomes humanity. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a pipe dream. I don't. I don't think we will ever get there. See, Name I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Religion, I agree with what you say. What you're saying on that, but at the same time, I don't want to go ahead and just you know put it out there. You know what I mean? Because eventually, it will manifest. So I would rather say it will happen. Well, just because I would want it to manifest. It, but it, I do understand what you're saying. It will not happen in my lifetime. I, I, I should say that. Okay, now, I understand you. Now, it, it may very well happen at some point in time. I, I have no doubt that it, at some point in time, there will be... I think COVID was a test run for it, actually. I, I think I really I, not that I'm saying that it was I can't even I can't even argue with that because but I agree with that for statement. our society of can we come together and act as one can we make our in group humanity can we deal with this shit so hey maybe we don't all fucking die right, right. You know, like maybe maybe can we do this one thing like okay yeah you want more taxes thanks babe plus, or whatever like maybe we can just I agree have, on this don't go anywhere I have a tip for you that we all want to live. I think that's a good starting point. Are you being existential out here? <laughs> I'm always existential. No. You're welcome. I'm the existential nihilist. Because oh. it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> it doesn't. It really it doesn't. doesn't. No, it really <laughs> Not doesn't. at all. That, that's... Uh, and that's where I think, you know, where, you know, you say you want to have hope, and yeah, I do as well. Mm-hmm. But I also, yeah, I, all empirical, all empirical evidence has shown that, no, we're not going to make this, we're not going to make this work. <laughs> no, we're not. Although, I, as one, one thing in, uh, this is actually not even tying it to climate change or anything like that, but, you know, you hear, uh, save the planet. Mm-hmm. I always love that term because I'm like, you know what? The planet's going to be here. Yeah. No. Regardless Better, of what happens. You might want to change the slogan to save our asses because, uh, uh, the planet don't really care what the fuck we do. No. The planet sure done killed off uh, 99.5% of all life that has ever lived upon it mm-hmm. is dead and not coming back. So the planet don't give a shit. Nope. Planet don't give a shit what we do. You know what I mean? Like, uh, have you ever heard of the... Uh, Tell me. The, the, the Bonadon, uh Goddamn, I can't say it. It's okay. Donna... There have been, uh, you know, everyone thinks of the dinosaurs as that big extinction. Are you talking about the Denisovians? It, no, it's uh, D-O-N, or D-E-N-O-V-I-A-N. I, I don't know how to dinosaurs there were two other great extinctions that were much larger and the the one that for, that happened first killed almost 96 percent of the life that was on the planet at the time that was the first one this was uh 50 40 000 years ago no like 450 million years ago oh god there's been two others, though. Oh. But it was like, really? Like, Do you know the two others? I, 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 I'm drunk right now. <laughs> it's, I okay. I <laughs> it's okay. But I, I do know them. I've, I've actually, I can't say I studied it, but I study everything. I, I, That's a good thing. You're supposed to. There's something about my personality that pisses me off when I don't know something. Mm, me. And so I want to know it. If I if I come across something that I don't know, I'm gonna find out about it. Right. And, you know, like, and I agree with that. I, I, I want to know shit. Right. Now, I you know it's uh, you know one could argue uh, there's the uh, the bucket theory. You know there's uh, you know some people go have one bucket and they go 
deep into that one bucket and then others have, <laughs> you know, and it's full. Yeah. You know, say that, that, that guy that goes all into astrophysics or, you know, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the, uh, the idea of having a thousand buckets all with some drops in them. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I, it's kind of always going more that route. It's probably the stoner in you. <laughs> you said the stoner in you? Yeah. I just want to know enough about everything to be able to talk about. <laughs> right, right. So, since you're talking about uh, stoner, do, do you believe that marijuana should be legal? Yes. Tell marijuana should have never been illegal. Marijuana being illegal was a fucking travesty to begin with. Right. It was a racist-ass law enacted because of, in California initially, because of the deluge of Mexican immigrants that they had coming in. Right, right. So, um... And bringing with them the, uh, the flower of their homeland. Yeah. And growing it as they wanted. And then they're like, hmm, you know what? Hey, maybe if we do this, we can also criminalize them and then we can send them the fuck back. You okay with we're... this? <laughs> you do, you don't. I, okay. I, I understand, but, um, since I've there's... I've since I got up this morning, so... Oh, okay, I understand. But, um, since you do know that there's a war on drugs, right? Oh, yeah. So, do you believe this that drugs most... should be legal, or how do you feel about drugs? First of all, uh, yes, I, I feel all drugs should be legal. Uh, now that's not in uh, mm-hmm. the ideal of uh, you know I just want people to be shooting up heroin on the street willy-nilly. Right. Uh, I I think for the most part, people who are gonna I, I've never uh, come to the idea of oh well if I may leave more people are gonna do it. No fuck that. You're you're not stopping anyone from doing it. Right. You can't I, physically stop anyone from doing I mean, anything. I, I personally think, yeah, I mean, all drugs should be legal. Do I think people should do all drugs? No. I personally have tried in, in numerous amounts of drugs. Right. I tried to limit my, my intake to... When you say well, drugs, unquote, natural things. That's exactly no, I, what I, I was know, just I about to where, ask. I know where you're going. I've tried to limit myself to quote unquote natural things. Now that being said, uh-huh. while cocaine comes from the coca leaf, it is technically it's not. Technically it is natural, still natural, but it's not. But, but it's not because really it's engineered with the, other things. It's well, mixed with it's, other it's, chemicals. It's, not new, well, yes. Uh, to a yes, certain extent. It is adult. If you're buying cocaine, it is going it's more than likely to have been adulterated with something else. Exactly. To increase profits. Uh, and nowadays, with fentanyl being a thing and all that, that's a whole crazy situation. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Uh, that causes that, that a lot of deaths. That being said, uh, I'm going on 40 years old now. Uh, I, oh, wow. in my youth, I did a whole lot of fucking cocaine. But I did also, I always knew, well, can't say always, but 95 plus percent of the time, I knew who I was getting it from. I knew what, right. you know, and they're going to be doing it with me, so they're not going to be... Right. Give me something that's, you know. That's, yeah. That's going to potentially um, cause harm. But that being said, you know, I, I, uh, I one time uh, had to take, uh, uh, after my first UI, mm-hmm. I had to take a, uh, a, a course. You have to take, uh, like, a DUI school. Okay. It's a five-day drug and alcohol diversion course that they give you in middle middle school as well. It's almost the exact same shit that you will 
get from that class, you get in any middle school, high school health class that you had the like the two week class on drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it, it's more of a money grab. And actually, I ended up uh, the second one I had to go to. I ended up uh, striking up a friendship with the owner of the the, the school. He basically told me, he was like, yeah, I do this as a, I have three schools that I run as a, a side hustle to my normal uh, 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 car dealerships that he ran. So it's basically free money. Right. And who's going to turn uh, down free money? <laughs> but anyhow, when you first go into the course, you take a, a, a drug and alcohol assessment test. Right. And you basically mark down and circle... They have a, a page of all these drugs listed. Mm. So you mark down a circle. Any of them, if you've taken them at least once in your lifetime. And then later on they have very... You know. And so the assessment is meant to see a, your risk level. Right. I was truthful on this first test. I was 24... Years old at, at the time. I oh, okay. Um, and I was very truthful. Mm-hmm. And they come back and they give the results of the test. And so the result, they it was graded on a point system. If you were, if you scored zero to seven points, mm-hmm. you were at fairly low risk. Okay. Uh, seven to fourteen points was moderate risk. Uh, you might. Be in need of an intervention, perhaps. Perhaps. But, you know, maybe, maybe not. It's not as severe. 14 to 21 was like, you got a fucking problem. You need to go to rehab. You need rehab. Right. They gave me my test back. I scored a 27. Ooh. Which, you know, would, would be disconcerting. Okay. But... I know why I swear because I was truthful. It's like, yes, I have tried pretty much all of these drugs. Like I said, I, I try to keep it to natural shit, so... I mean, yeah, some synthetic things like LSD, uh, did a bunch of. I ate a bunch of mushrooms. And, oh, that's... Okay. But I, I was never into pharmaceuticals. I, I was... Slightly before the... Be- not before the beginning of the, the opiate, you know, but it was never my thing, so I, yeah, I, pills, no, never, never, I mean, once or twice, yeah, buddy had some oxy and we'd crush up a snort, yeah. but it was never a thing for me, because I, and, yeah, needles, no, so any injection, yeah, that was always out of the question, but anything else, yeah, probably tried it. <laughs> yeah. But I also actually more than likely being the nerd that I am researched it before I ever tried it. Right. And that's what like, you should well, do. What is this going to do to me? Right. I don't know if you've ever heard I don't know if it exists anymore. Uh, years ago there was a, a website called Heroin. Uh, and basically it's a, it was uh, it's a user generated post board sort of situation. And if anyone says, hey, well, have you tried this drug? Oh, you did? What were your, what was your experience? How much did you do? What, you know? And it was, it was a very useful tool. Uh, growing up, you know, say growing up. But let's look at that. I'm like, okay, well, you know, these 20 people said this was their experience, so... It's probably going to be roughly my experience as well. Right. They're not dead. Despite what Nancy Reagan told me. <laughs> I think there was also a, a bit of pushback with that. I, guess I was in the wheelhouse of the Nancy Reagan just saying no. And I'm like, but what if I say maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe I do want to try that. Yeah. But so. no, drugs are not... Drugs are not the problem. Uh, people are the problem. Exactly. 
any... You have to learn to have limitations on things. You having an addiction towards a substance, that's something that you're doing, not something that the drug is doing. The drug is not telling you to take it, literally. That's yourself. I've, I've smoked joints and snorted coke with the VPs of Fortune 500 companies. It doesn't matter what your station in life is. Like it, if you know yourself and you know how to control things, you can... Like, especially when that is, yeah, my early 20s, I was real big in, in the coke, but after I got real bad, and nothing bad happened, but I, one day, just told myself, you know, hey, I think maybe uh, this isn't for me. <laughs> right. Now, that's not to say that if today someone, you know, that I know comes up and is like, hey, see on this bag, uh, if I don't got shit to do, I know it's a psychedelic, and I know what DMT is, and uh, I know our yeah, brain. And DMT our brain. is something. DMT and shrooms are completely different. Animals. Oh, really? Completely different animals. Mm. Uh, both have their their benefits. Uh, DMT would be the. Uh, the crack of, uh, of psychedelics. Oh, really? In my experience, very, very intense. Very, uh... <laughs> could be very fun, could be very not fun. Oh, really? But that's with all psychedelics. Your, your, your mental state going into taking them is going to dictate your experience. If you have a lot of shit on your mind... You probably shouldn't take psychedelics. Right. You probably... You gotta have, like, should a... Should just stick to the weed and the whiskey. Yeah, because um, um, if... You don't have a positive mindset on <laughs> any form of psychedelics or just well, DMT. It, no, not even psychedelics. Just DMT. If, you, if you're if you negative on DMT, oh, man, you're gonna have the worst well, trip of your life. Well, that's why I was saying they are two completely different animals and that the fact that... DMT is very, very intense, very, very sudden, very, and it's almost, well, well with any psychedelic, though, it is almost kind of the, uh, the inception theory. Even if you think you have a clear mind, if you have that one kernel of something back in your mind that is that negative thought that you might not have known wasn't necessarily there, but it can sometimes come to the forefront and dominate everything. Mm -hmm. uh, that is, you know, what one would call a bad trip, but... Right. You should always have a friend as well. Right. Psychedelics alone is never a good idea. So, right, that's exactly what I was about to ask. You already told me you can't... So when you first take shrooms or DMT or... Any, you need a body. You need somebody well, with any, And you need you somebody take, with experience, first right? First time you take anything, you need a buddy. And hopefully, yes, that person should have some experience with you. I would rather 
since I never had an experience with it, I would recommend me having someone with a lot of experience due to the fact that, that I'm young. I'm only 23, but I am very smart for my age, though. <laughs> but I will say... I was smart when I was 23, too. Really? Not so, so much anymore. Mm. Why? Why is that? <laughs> Why do you believe that? Uh... Well, it's it's a bit of a uh, a bit of a joke. I, I don't necessarily <laughs> believe that I'm any less intelligent than I was. Quantitatively, at least. The reason I say that, though, is it, it is, uh, and I obviously did not originate this. Uh, I believe Carlin was uh, one of the first to say it, and I'm sure someone said it before him. But uh, the idea goes that yeah, when I was 18, I knew everything turned 21 I realized I didn't know shit when I was 18. Right. But I know everything now. At 25. But you do know that your I brain. I was so dumb when I was 21. But, 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 but there's something to that. Before it's your. experience. It's. That and because your brain doesn't fully develop until you're 25 years old. So therefore, you know. There's that as well. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was definitely going much more with the, uh, just the, the thought of, you realize that you don't know as much as you thought you did. Exactly. Uh, and that's not necessarily a, uh, obviously some of the, the smartest people in the world, some of their greatest accomplishments have come when they were very young. So that's not to, you know, denigrate the intelligence of anyone that is younger. Um, and also, I mean, it kind of goes with, with and I, actually, I had this thought at a rather young age, because, yes, I was that, yeah, I, I know everything, <laughs> and I would have someone much older tell me, oh, well, you know, you don't know what you think you know, <laughs> and I would have problems with that, and I would think, and it led to the genesis of an idea that I still hold, and I, I'll hold it to be true, that some people believe that with age comes wisdom. Right. It doesn't. Experience, and hopefully knowledge that you may not have been able to accumulate in, the, in you know, a shorter period of time. Hopefully you accumulate you accumulate knowledge over the years, but that still does not equate to wisdom. Right. Wisdom comes from being able to assimilate that knowledge and life experience. Exactly, with it's your choice and intelligence into wisdom. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, interpretate your life experiences? You know, I mean, I've know many people my age or older than I look at them like you are the same person that you were when you were 20 you had these life experiences but nothing has changed in here because you weren't I don't want to say not able to because that seems to be once again pompous but you weren't uh, you did not transfer these life experiences and perhaps knowledge acquired into what we colloquially would call as wisdom of being able to use that in any good way. Right. I used my words up too early in that sentence. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) No, well, I'm kind of that asshole that I, my, my, my mind uh, sometimes works faster than my mouth other times it does not uh, so, <laughs> I can understand so, that so you know <laughs> words and ideas that I form do not necessarily make it out uh, uh, actually one of my uh, favorite songs it, it's kind of it's quite depressing actually oh but, uh, Especially considering that the guy ended up killing himself. Uh, but uh, 
Have you ever listened to Soundgarden? No. Tell me about it. Uh, you, I mean, do you know of Soundgarden at all? It sounds familiar. So they came out in the the early '90s grunge scene of Seattle. He says Soundgarden, right? Soundgarden. They're, they're along the lines of, uh, like, Nirvana and things oh, like I that. Oh, I do. Yeah. Early on, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, uh, uh, Pearl Pearl Jam, all those bands all came out of the same scene. But, you know, the, the lead singer, uh, Chris Cornell, he ended up uh, ODing, but they think he killed himself. Oh, uh, really? A year or two ago. But, you know, they, uh, on one of their, their albums, uh, the album's called Super Unknown. It came out in 1996. Uh, on the B side of the album, there's a song called The Day I Tried to Live. Oh, shit. And it's a very fucked up song. Basically, it's about, the song goes of, like, a guy waking up in the morning and he's, like, deciding, should I even bother rolling out of bed? And then he does, and it's, like, a terrible day. And he's like, why did they even bother getting out of bed? And, you know. But one of the, the lines in that song, which always stuck to me, stuck with me. I was 14 or 15 when I first heard it, though. Is the line goes, uh, the words that we say never seem to live up to the ones inside our head. And that always hit me. I'm like, because we all, I don't for me, at least, I will run through what I want to say in my head. Alright. And then when I say it, it doesn't necessarily live up to the sentiment that I wanted it to. You know. It's not necessarily what he was going for in that song, but... You're right. Part, because the next line is, the, uh, the lies we try to live never seem to get us anywhere but death. You know, there's some truth to Which that. Which is equally fucked up, but yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, the lies we try to live. Yeah, he's basically saying, I'm not being myself, and it's killing me. And then... And what was the name of the song again? Uh, the name of the song is The Day I Tried to Live. And this is by Soundgarden. Soundgarden. The Day I Try to Live. It's off of the album called Super Unknown. The album, the entire album is, if you've never heard Soundgarden, I would recommend it. It is, uh, their early stuff is very grungy, pretty heavy, kind of metal-ish-y. But later on stuff from, actually starting from Super Unknown and then their next album, uh, from several years later called Down on the Upside. It's much more melodic and, like, if you like musical composition, it's amazing. Like, right. It could be on par with like just the the composition of the music with the you know the guitars and the drums and everything coming in and out as they do. It's very could easily be equated to uh, or- orchestral. It's a hard word to say. Right. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to look into it. Definitely check it out. Uh, yeah. Like I said, the, the music is... There's a lot of very sad things on there. Uh, it, it's very... Uh, you can read a lot into the songs, uh, especially knowing what ended up happening to the <laughs> But uh, it's, it's very much worth a uh, listen if you've never heard it. I'm definitely going to look into it. I need to go in and maybe grab one more drink and pay my time. Are you good? Um, hour later is not... Uh, <laughs> but, so, what's your take on technology? I love it. I mean, technology is... Do you feel that technology uh, is going to further develop? How do you think technology is going to be in the next couple years? Who knows? I mean... I mean, they're already built. Um, they already made uh, AI technology. Yeah, I mean, technology is such a because we that... are AI. Oh yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Technology is such a thing that uh, what what we anticipate happening 
generally does happen, but not necessarily in the form that we expected it to happen. But the greatest advances in technology for me are the things that we didn't expect. You know, and it's like, shit, I'm still waiting on my hoverboard. I'm still waiting on my flying car. Right. You know, but... Do you feel like those I type of things... I never got that, but I never... I also never expected to have a computer in my pocket. Right. That is more powerful than, you know, even a, a, a desktop computer that I had 10 years ago. Thing I have in my pocket. It's crazy how now everything revolves around the cell phone compared to back then. It was harder to like do anything. Like if you want to post your business, it was harder. Like you couldn't make your own website. You couldn't make your own none of that. And now it's just so. It's in your face now. Like it's all over the place. You can build your websites on many different sources. You can sell products you can do just about anything on the internet now. well uh, you could build your own website many many years ago but you actually had to have a fair working knowledge of html right back in the day which, it was, I mean, it it was, was harder you, to know those things and now it's easier everything like if you want to learn just about anything you can google search it or go on youtube watch some videos a lot of- I think that is actually the the biggest advance uh, that we that has happened is the ability for yeah Google you know like we can instantly look up anything right like and I I'm I'm I'm, I'm slightly remiss at that because it does uh, take away a bit of my uh, one of my special abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, is to uh, for uh, for lack of a better term, uh, what what my my grandfather would have called shining somebody on. I, I do have a unique ability to uh, yeah, I was going to uh, if 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 want to convince someone of something, right? Uh, be it true or not. Mm. But Google fucked all that up because now all they got to do is like, all right, now you're full of shit. <laughs> right. You know, like, damn it, you would have never known. Right. You'd had to go to the library and look up. So you got to find the encyclopedia for. You would have never known I was full of shit. Right. You would have never now known. Google, you know, like, still, <laughs> still's a lot of fun for my life. Right. Because, I mean, although it is, uh, one would say, deceptive, it's fun to be able to convince someone of something. I mean, people do it all the time. That's our our life. That's advertising. You you need this right now in your life. Right. You might not need that, but (laughs) it's their job to be able to convince you that you do. Right. And Google can't. Google can tell you, well, you probably don't need it, but hey. Google's going to tell you just about anything. I will say that is one of the great uh, things of it, though, is the ability to, yeah. Yeah. You can look up a Google how-to video on most anything. Now, if there are a YouTube video, I should say, if they're correct or not, eh, that's a matter of, uh, of conjecture. But you can find it, you know, if you need to know how to replace the air filter on a 91 Dodge Dakota. There's probably a YouTube video somewhere online of, you know, of that. Right. You know, there's somebody doing it because they've done it and they're like, hey, maybe someone else wants to know how to do this. Exactly. And I, I love that about the technology, the, the the, the information sharing ability. But, once again, that's where it comes in being uh, dangerous is if the information being shared is the validity of the information being shared is in question sometimes. Right. Now, I, I don't think that, you know, someone's going to purposely mislead me on how to change the air filter on that Dakota. But someone with an agenda may very well purposely try to mislead me on, you know, 
George Soros's influence upon our political landscape, you know, <laughs> as it were. So, what's your what's your take on uh, astrology? Do you, do you believe that astrology is real or? Uh, yes and no. Uh, okay. Well, do well. That's a uh, that's a semantic question uh, for first. Do I believe it is real? Yes, I do believe it is real. It does exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I believe that it actually has any ability to predict the future or how you will be or how you're supposed to be? No. Uh, I believe if people want to have faith in that. Uh, as with anything, you can find, you know, if you read, oh, say your, my astrology chart, I'm a Gemini. It says, oh, I, I, I should be duplicitous. Right. Uh, okay, well, that's easy enough. I think all humanity is, to some degree. But, uh, you know, it'll, you know, give you certain personality traits that, if you want it to be so, yeah, you can find, oh, yeah, that that sounds just like me. That's exactly me. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It has to be true. Right. Do I believe it to be true? No. Uh, as with any, I mean, it is ostensibly a religion in and upon itself uh, that you want to have faith in something, being able to tell you that this is what will happen or what has happened or I think that is an innate uh, need in, in humanity is to have reason for what we experience right and we can find it in anything and if that's what you want to find it in who am I I mean I, I may think it's complete and utter bullshit but is it my place to tell you so? No. So now, everyone has their own perspective on things. Alternately on that, though, if you were to then try to impose that upon my life as a way that I should be, mm-hmm. well, then, yes, it isn't my right to question you to call you out on. I, I think that applies to any religion. Right. If you try to impose your belief systems upon me, well, then yes, it is my right to question. Right. Because people shouldn't purposely put their beliefs on someone else. You know what I mean? Just like, like you said, a part of growing up, you said that your parents never forced upon religious beliefs towards you and that's good i mean i grew up with a family that uh enforced being catholic so catholic mm-hmm. because i'm puerto rican and colombian so my family was just one, strict on religion one, one of my actually probably my best friend in this life uh growing up and You've kind of lost touch in adulthood, but uh, he was raised Catholic. Uh, and once again, I, I kind of go to that being, uh, it was a rarity in my hometown. Uh, Catholic was almost to the point of being, not ostracized, but, you know, like, oh, well, okay, yeah, they're, they're somewhat different over there. And it was weird because there there was one Catholic church in my hometown. Mm. There's 30 plus Baptist churches. You know, like, oh wow! There's you know there's one on every corner, and it's a, a smaller town. I mean the the entire county's population maybe 40,000 people. Oh wow! That's not that much. If you really pretty think small, about it. but. South Georgia mm-hmm. is actually be on the larger side. Mm. Uh, there are many counties, uh, entire counties down there that don't have uh, 10,000 people. So, you know, right. like, uh, they're very, uh, 
But yeah, no, I mean, I, I so much so that the, the the Catholicism was an oddity in that that even though not being religious, I growing up, I'd give my buddy shit. I mean, like, ah, oh, you're one of those crazy Catholics, right? Yeah. Oh, you're eating. You know that's cannibalism, right? Oh God. <laughs> You're eating the body and drinking blood. That's that ain't right. I, sure, it's okay. Mostly, <laughs> but yeah. But once again, I mean, that goes also with my proclivities of not believing in any of it. So, like, it's not heresy for me to say that in my my thought process. But also, I mean, I I spent most most of my life growing up tempering what I would say to people. Right. And not fully espousing my my views, simply because I knew where I was. I knew. I mean, it, it's something that you can't escape. No. And where you are, especially just America in general. Right. Like once again, like I go with words that are ubiquitous in our vocabulary. It's like. Oh, please, Lord. Or, you know, like, things that you, you, you say even if you don't know. Hey, hey, welcome to the dog in my I don't like you no more. Uh-huh. I mean, you gave me some bubble gum the other day, but, uh, you know, that only goes so far. <laughs> Gotta go on the side, though. Probably want me to go in there and pay a 